being an entrepreneur is very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Um, most times, 95% of the time on social media, um, society glorifies entrepreneurship as this grand, beautiful thing. Right. And, all stuff. and while it is, right. nobody really identifies the part that stresses you out at night, mm-hmm. the part that gives you anxiety yep. um, when you look at your bank account, the part that that, Come on now. that when customers um, stop being as consistent, yep. like nobody tells you about that part, no. right? So I am the entrepreneur that really likes to be transparent in everything that I I do because mm-hmm. like while it's fun and it feels good to get all these accolades like the accolades don't happen to themselves what's up y'all it's your girl marketing by Murray, and I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in to the ghetto CEO show I don't know. I'm have to create a song or something for us. Okay. But listen, the Ghetto CEO show is going to be the number one show that you watch for all your educational purposes for being a CEO. See, the thing is, we go to school for a lot of different things. See, here in the Millionaire Mob University, we teach you about marketing. We teach you about sales. You may go and learn operations, but nobody comes and teaches you the behind the scenes of what a CEO actually is, right? And so I'm coming to you and giving you the right and unfiltered truth behind being a CEO. And not only do I want to share my stories and what has happened to me, but I also want to bring you guys real CEOs that really get busy when it comes to the boardroom, but also can keep it raw and unfiltered to let you in on the real things that's happening as a CEO. So you guys are about to literally love this episode. This is episode one, but I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a national TV show real, real, real soon, okay? So y'all keep me in your prayers, but... I want to bring you guys this CEO for our first episode, and there is a special reason that you're going to learn about in the episode about why I had to bring this young lady. But let me tell y'all something. I respect her so much as a boss. When I tell you tell you that she does not play, okay? She does not play, but she also, she she's giving us everything that we need for the culture, but she's also pouring back into her community. She's also pouring back into her business and she's changing the trajectory of her industry forever. So I want to introduce you guys to our first episode and our first guest of the Ghetto CEO show, Miss Pinky Cole. I'm so excited and I'm so excited because I'm sitting on your couch. Yes. That's the yes. same kind as my couch. Yes. It's just a whole nother couple. So like Period. full circle moment happening in yes. real time. Yes. Okay. So first we got to tell them about the couch because that's how this got started. Right. Yes. I was at the American Sesh and this is Ghetto CEO came from the Sesh. And so I want them to know just how you even came up with that idea. And y'all are literally looking at a manifestation of your mind. Damn. Do you know how deep? I know we on camera, but <laughs> let me tell you how deep that is. Yeah. It's deep because I really just had a revelation that we really in real time came up with the idea. Yes. And that this is the manifestation of that idea. Yes. 30 Girl, days later. <laughs> yep. You were the, y'all, she is the case study to American Sesh. You literally took the tools that you learned in the room and applied them. And now we are inside of your dream. Yes. Ooh, did you feel that? I feel it. It feels good. (laughs) Like we are literally inside of your dream now as a result of the resource that you got by way of American sex. Yes. And I know everybody's wondering, like, what is American sex? You got to be in the room. Yes, you got to be in the room. Okay. (laughs) Did you enjoy your experience? Listen, first of all, it was a vibe. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I want that energy every day. Yeah. It's just, it was so good. If you could put it in a bottle, how much would you sell it for? It's priceless. Like, it's, it's priceless. <laughs> you can't even pay I for it. I gotta take that for America's Fresh commercial. <laughs> you can't even pay for it, okay? You gotta yeah. just be in the room. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. This idea was, um, it was born in Turks and Caicos. Yes. Uh, me and Derek, uh, we went on a little vacation because we like to travel. And we was there, and I'm like, American Sesh. And he like, let's do it. Like, we just started building on it every single day. Mm-hmm. And... I had no idea that the session was going to be popping like this. Listen, and now everybody wants over. to get yeah, everybody <laughs> want to get in the room, and they don't even know what happens in the in room. In the room, they're not crazy. supposed to know what yeah. happens in the room. Yes, all you know is that this is a meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. Celebrities meet creatives, and they come together and come up with wild and crazy ideas, and just have the most exhilarating experience. So I am happy that yes. your dream is in living proof by way of the sesh. First of all, it's the best thing ever. So I'm thankful for you in the room, okay? But this is the Ghetto CEO Podcast, right? And I want them to know, first of all, being a CEO is ghetto. Very ghetto. <laughs> like, Very people, ghetto. we glamorize it. People think it's great, and it is, right? Like, we love it. We probably wouldn't go back and work a real job. But, uh... It's no, definitely ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> it's definitely um ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> I, I couldn't even think of a stereotype to describe yes. it. It's, it's definitely um being an entrepreneur is very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Um most times, 95% of the time on social media, um, society glorifies entrepreneurship as this grand, beautiful thing right. and all that. And while it is, right. nobody really identifies the part that stresses you out at night, mm-hmm. the part that gives you anxiety yep. um, when you look at your bank account, the part that that, Come on now. that when customers um, stop being as consistent, yep. like nobody tells you about that part, no. right? So I am the entrepreneur that really likes to be transparent in everything that I do because mm-hmm. like while it's fun and it feels good to get all these accolades like the accolades don't happen to themselves facts <laughs> and nobody really even talks about the behind the scenes and the growth that you have to have as a CEO right like I started my business when I was 19 mm-hmm. so when I started hiring a team at about 24 25 I wasn't a leader I'm my only child let so me tell me. you listen <laughs> it takes a level of emotional maturity oh yes because do you know how many times I've been ready to cuss my f- out. Come on. But I realize that you get more bees with honey. Yes. And what I also realize is that people are looking at me as the leader. Like, I'm the hero. Yes. The hero can't be a hero and a villain at the same time. Facts. So there's a constant battle between pride and ego Facts. and professionalism where you try to find that healthy balance because you, you can't look weak to the people. Right. Right. Society tells you don't be weak. Right. But then you also don't want to be too aggressive in your pro- approach because people don't respect spawn properly that way so like there's so many battles that you deal with in your mind but you know it's something called insanity that we all like practice because we show up every single day and I would not have it any other way the millionaire mob university is a university where we actually teach entrepreneurs how to master marketing marketing is the hardest thing for you to be able to master in your business but it's the most important and so we have at the millionaire mob university a program called the school of content and traffic the school of content 
content and traffic is how you work with us to be able to master your content. I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and the number one reason why their business is not scaling or doing the things that they wanted to do is because they have not gotten their business in front of enough people. You have to get your business in front of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people before you even get to the cap of your ceiling, right? And so we want to help you be able to create a content system so content doesn't overwhelm you. It doesn't take over your life, right? But it allows you to treat it like a priority instead of an option. We also want to teach you our build, borrow, buy method of how you can be able to leverage your traffic in three different ways so that you can be able to master content, but also get it in front of the masses. So I want to see you in the School of Content and Traffic. So if you want to learn more about our school, then click the link below and we will show you more about the School of Content and Traffic. Yes, every <laughs> single day. And so I want to ask you, what is the the number one thing that you could think of that's the most ghettoist out of all? Because it's a lot of stuff, y'all. But like the number one thing that's like, okay, this is ghetto. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, the number one thing that's ghetto? Uh, mm, it's a lot. Yeah, right. It's like it's so much. I'm trying to look. I'm over here trying to compartmentalize the best, worst one. (laughs) Right. Like the best, most difficult one. Like I'm trying to give you the best of the best because Lord, it's a lot. Um, let me tell you what, um, my opportunity for growth is. Mm -hmm. I'm in a lane that is very new. Okay. When you think about a black woman Mm -hmm. dominating a vegan space, facts. Right. Um, in a way where she has now become a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Restaurant tours don't become celebrities. It's just right. not really a thing. Right. Like right. it comes uh, far and few between. Mm-hmm. Right. But to be able to reach this level of success from just burgers and fries. Right. You haven't really seen that. Right. So there is this cross between me being like the super popular person because people love me. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I appreciate. Yeah. And then there's the business person. Right. Right. True businesses that are scaling, mm-hmm. they get suits all the time. Exactly. Businesses that have multiple locations, there's going to be discrepancies in the workplace. Right. That's just the nature of the business. Right, right. right? And, the, and the, it's if you sh- tell me five businesses on your hand that have never been sued, the Department of Employment hasn't reached out to them mm-hmm. for, for anything. Yep. Like, that's just the nature of the business. Yep. Like, some is a lot more frequent than others, but the reality of it is, is businesses go through that. Right. And then you just learn how to, you know, identify the it. areas where, you know, you tighten up. But anyway, I say all that to say, um, it's funny because now when something happens in one of my businesses, mm-hmm. it's not the businesses, it's me mm-hmm. because I'm the celebrity. The person, yep. I'm the person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the mascot. Yep. Yep. Even things that like aren't directly correlated to me, but directly coordinated, correlated to the business. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's the part that is just like the most frustrating now. That's a new frustration. Yeah. I can't even properly like convey it how right. I, I usually speak. Because <laughs> yeah. in my mind, I'm like, I'm, it's happening in real time and I'm trying to yeah. process it. Um, and that level of processing is different. Yeah. That's the first thing um, that's been the most difficult. The second thing that has been the most difficult is to be around people who aren't as intentional as me. Mm, it's almost like good. a tick behind my ear. Right, right. If you're not authentic, if you ain't intentional, if you ain't real, like, right. I don't even want you in my energy. Yeah, fake. Because my energy is so sacred. But what I realize is there's a lot of people in the world that ain't got no vibe, but are super, super smart. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to battle between do I want the vibe mm-hmm. or do I want the smart? Right. Okay. 
just just having a vibe and that's it doesn't scale businesses not at all <laughs> you understand what exactly. i'm saying so real-time battles that happen for me especially because i'm scaling this business but i'm adjusting i'm sticking and moving I'm i mean like, you got to i'm like rocky <laughs> like okay and it's working yes. so <laughs> check on me in two weeks right <laughs> no and you have to because you said one thing that made me think about it was just so many things that i didn't even realize that i had to deal with um you talked about being sued or having to go through employment issues with your mm-hmm. team and i remember a scenario one time that uh, a team member actually quit and then went to go file unemployment and it's like i gotta pay this she was doing a terrible job like why do i have to suffer because of this right Mm -hmm. and i really just didn't understand all the levels because honestly there is no class like Mm -hmm. nobody's saying like this is going to happen year one this Mm -hmm. is like there is no class for this this is real life on demand training somebody needs to create a class The class is called the Ghetto CEO. Ghetto CEO. Here you go. Welcome to class. Welcome to school. I want when people watch this, Mm -hmm. they understand that, like, this is coming from a a totally transparent, authentic, and vulnerable place. Absolutely. Oftentimes, we don't have a safe space to really, like, tell it how I really Well, I do. But I'm saying we as (laughs) a collective. Yes. We don't have the space to really do that in fear of being judged, Mm -hmm. in fear of people, like, taking it and, like, using the words for, for, for bad. Exactly. But this is that space where you can really just, like, let your hair down and, like, tell the truth about what's happening. Yeah, and people need to know that. You know, like mm-hmm. I like I said, the people on Instagram they think it's great, but then they get in, they like, oh, y'all ain't tell me about this. It's ghetto. All of my employees <laughs> that start working at Slutty Vegan for whatever reason or another, they every single one of them for the most part come back. Have called and whether they came back or they called me back mm-hmm. and say, Pinky, I just want you to know that at the moment I didn't understand your leadership <laughs> style. But I want to say thank you yeah. because now I'm running my own business yeah. and I see why you were frustrated. I see why you were so militant. I see why you were like so aggressive in your approach. Yeah. I get it now. So there, there's a blessing to it because at the end of the day, you know, okay. You, yeah, and you got to like, this is your business. So you have yeah. to make this happen. This episode has been brought to you by McLean Home Decor. McLean Home Decor is a decor company that interior designs your home, but also even podcast sets. As you can see here, this beautiful set was designed by McLean Home Decor. She has done everything, as you can see on this podcast, from figuring out what pillows we will have to designing the set behind us to figuring out what will go on these shelves, these pictures, everything. So if you are looking to transform your home, your podcast set, or even your car, I don't know, right? You want to support McLean Home Decor. Now back to the episode. So before we end the the episode, we have a segment that we call Figure It the the Fuck Out. Okay, so as a CEO, we always have to figure it the fuck out. So you're going to take it? A scenario, okay? okay, and then you're gonna pick one, and then you have to figure it the fuck out. <laughs> See what you get. I remember I used to watch that show. <laughs> <clears throat> your business has not been making money for the last ninety days, and your financial advisors say that you have to let some staff go. You don't want to, but you know you need to make some changes. What's next? And to the end of this, you don't want to, but you know you need to make it. Mm. What you doing? Mm. Oh, I got a good one for your way. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Okay. 
I am going to tell everybody in the company for one day we are going to forfeit our pay as a company Mm. so that the proceeds of the money that we would get in our wages would go to fight a pressing cause cause in Atlanta. Whether that pressing cause is like homelessness, whether that something is happening that we believe our funding can help support, mm-hmm, drive mm-hmm. the cause, right? We'll do that. And the day in which we hold our pay, we're going to get the publicist to write a feel-good story mm. about how we did that. Because the win here is that the money is going to support in something that right. needs to be supported. Right. We're also showing that as a unit, this is bigger than burgers and fries. Right. We are culture, culturally representing the people by making a stance and showing what's important to us and what we value. Right. And it's not money that we lead with. Right. Right. And then everybody around the world mm. will say, damn, we got to take the same stance that this business took. Yeah. And we love what they're doing so much that we're going to tell the world about yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now when the world knows about what they did, everybody wins. You know why? Because the community is service. Yep. The, 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 there's exposure in the brand. And now there's a line down the block. Mm. But it's a win. This is what I believe. Right. It's collective ecosystem building. When we talk about like bringing others up, and, and being intentional with the bring up. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Facts. Can you imagine? I got 300 employees right now. Mm. If all of my employees agree to do that, to help a cause in real life. Right. The amount of impact. Do you know the impact? Yeah. That would have. And guess what I would do? When my employees came back to work, I would give every single person a raise. Mm. Just for committing to a cause they knew was bigger than them, even if it made them uncomfortable. Right. Then I would give them a raise. And now this would satisfy everything because now everybody gets more money. More people are down the street Mm -hmm. um, waiting to patronize the business. Right. And then um, the community is served served. with the funds from the money that the people. And I just came up with that in real time. That is freaking cold. Listen. That is freaky cold. That was a good one though. No, that was good. So that, was a good, answer to your that was a good answer. We done we done saved the world. Okay, yeah. with one problem. With one problem. I we love saved the world. Yes. You know what I learned about people? We just all want to feel good. Yeah. Right? And if you can make people feel good. They want to hear feel good stories. We hear enough killing. We hear enough drama. Facts. People just want energy. Listen, when I'm on my, that's why I can't watch movies with like shooting and killing. No, like, especially I, for me. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. I don't want that energy in my body. Right. But when I hear about a story of a, a sister who sold her company um, to, to create generational wealth, because that's a whole nother podcast Come that people on. don't understand. <laughs> right. To create generational wealth for her family. Right. Like I'm proud to know that she can now start 10 more of the business that she started. Facts. And you know help 20 more. And, and help 50 more yes. other businesses. Yes. So like I get excited to see other people win. Um, and whether your win is that or holding on to the business and keeping it in, with the family, I get excited about wins. Yeah. So as long as I continue to show people wins, it'll change the morale of their spirit and how they feel. Absolutely. And when their spirit is better, you notice 
that most times, for, and I'm speaking from experience, a lot of the deaths and the killings that I hear is because people are unhappy, they sad, they don't have money, they robbing people, da 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 Something ain't right with their spirit. Facts. So I know I, that was deep. But, you know. <laughs> yes. so, so is there anything that you would like to leave the people with um, to encourage them on this journey? We know CEO, being a CEO is ghetto, but it's a job that we just got to do, right? So anything that you will leave the people with to yes. encourage them? This is so random. Yeah. All right. So this morning I was um, reading my emails mm-hmm. and somebody sent me an email and they wanted me to do a podcast, mm-hmm. right? So what I always do is I click on it. I want to know because it got to be intentional. I want to know like who's the person, what what is their tone of voice on right. social? Like what, what do they represent? Right. Right. So when I went to the website, the website was at best like a five. Mm. Had the website been a 10, I'm talking about aesthetically, like it felt organized, it yeah. felt seamless. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So that means that they're committed and serious to making sure that this is at the, um, that, that they exceed the standard. Absolutely. Because people eat with their eyes. Yes. Right? So because it was a five, it made me weary. And I'm like, I don't even know no. if I want to do this. Right, right. Right? Because just off the gate, it don't feel like it's up to par where it needs to be. Right. So my advice to entrepreneurs, which is <laughs> non-traditional advice, <laughs> but make sure you got a good website. Yeah. <laughs> get, your, get your ish together. Get, get, your, get your website together. Yeah. But that was so metaphoric yeah. for so many reasons. Because it's so much bigger than the website. It's not enough to be a good looking car. Right. But when you lift up under the hood, it's right. It ain't no ain't, ain't no tank in there. Ain't no right. like you can't know where to put coolant. <laughs> exactly. Right? But make sure that when you show up, you show up at a hundred percent in mm-hmm. everything that you do. Um and that it's clean from the branding to the name to the tone to yes. the voice to the consistency to everything. Because the minute that one of those things fall apart, mm-hmm. you will see a shift. In your business. Absolutely. So make sure you got a good website. Yes. Well, that's Pinky Cole, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited that you joined us on the Ghetto Thank CEO you. podcast. And you guys stay tuned for the next episode. See you guys later.